0: good news, my new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks, that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning towards your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically, find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders, thank you for your support, and I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Hello, sisters. Welcome to She Talks. I'm Sarah Avon stover a yoga and meditation teacher, best-selling author, and founder of The Way to Happy Woman. I'm so happy to share that my brand new book, The Book of She, Your Heroine's Journey into the Heart of Feminine Power, is now available wherever books are sold and at thebookofshe.com. To celebrate her arrival throughout the months of October and November, I'll be featuring a special series called She Stories, where we hear the heroine's journeys of 14 inspiring female leaders. I'm so happy you're here, and I hope you enjoyed today's interview. Hello beautiful women, welcome home and welcome to She Talks. Today is a really special day. It is my birthday and it's also the final day of our She Stories series. As many of you know, since October 1st, I've been sharing stories here on the podcast of other women's heroines' journeys. And this has been my way of celebrating the birth of my new book, The Book of She, into the world and also shining the light on what the heroine's journey is and giving voice to it through women's own stories and lives. So today is our grand finale, and if you're new to the podcast, I encourage you to also go back and listen to the rest of this series. It started on October 1st when this podcast was born. If you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate if you would leave a review of the podcast here on iTunes to help other women to find this material as well. So to honor my birthday and to honor this closing interview, today I invited a very special guest with us, my own mother. And there's a powerful Buddhist teaching that beckons all of us to regard every being we come into contact with as having been our mother in a past life. So this world is created anew over and over again through the power of mothers. None of us would be here if it weren't for our mothers. And especially in the Western world, our relationships with our mothers are often complicated. And this is challenging because it's from this primary bond that we as women develop our sense of self-esteem, our relationship to our own womanhood, and it really even influences our own immunity and tendency towards addiction and overall health throughout our entire lives. And in the book of She I devoted a whole chapter on this called Healing the Mother Wound, which I encourage you to take a closer look at to begin exploring this in your own life. So it's my honor to welcome my own mother here today, Sarah Hatton Stover, after whom I was named and whom my friends affectionately called Sarah Senior when I was growing up. So my mom is the mother of four daughters and she was born in St. Louis, Missouri. She moved to New York City as a young woman where she met and fell in love and married my father. And they later moved to the suburbs in Connecticut, which is where I grew up and she now lives in Chicago, Illinois where she can be close to her very adorable uh, grandchildren. So, welcome, Mom.
1: Thank you, thank you, it's nice to be here. Nice to talk
0: to you. Yeah. And a happy little... birthday. Thank you. Thank you for giving birth to me.
1: Oh, you were uh, born on Thanksgiving Day?
0: Yep. Yeah, so, my little turkey. <laughs> little turkey. The little turkey, you actually doesn't like turkey. I know. I <laughs> so, know.
1: Well, that's it's that's, ironic.
0: That's his life. Yeah. So, Mom, you and I have had these conversations privately before. When I was younger, I used to love to interview you as my tape recorder to hear about your life and family history. And many years ago, you invited me to hear your story at an AA meeting uh, where you used to live in New Canaan, Connecticut, and that was really the first time that I heard your full story. And I know a lot has happened since then. How many years ago was that that I went to that meeting? That was um, at
1: least ten, ten years. years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. 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 So
0: a lot, a lot has happened since then <gasps> as yes. well. <laughs> yes. Thank God, I'm a different person. I think. Yeah, I think we both yeah. are. Yeah. So, Mom, we always start our gatherings here at the Way the Happy Woman with a personal check-in. So, I'd love for you to share with our listeners where you're calling from and what's alive for you today in your body, mind, and heart. Well,
1: I'm in my uh, at my desk in Chicago, I'm on the twenty-fifth floor, uh, looking out on on Lake Michigan and the lighthouse of Navy Pier. It's a beautiful day. Bright blue sky, it's cold and windy, so there are white caps on the lake. And it's just very, I don't know, it's just very expansive, which is kind of how I'm feeling these days. I've, I've just come, come back from my daily um, water class, and um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, am um, I'm, I'm feeling whole. Which is um, uh, a very new experience for me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm um, I'm happy to be here, you know, and I'm I'm happy, I'm happy.
0: Beautiful. I'm envious of the lake today. <laughs>
1: oh, I know. I know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is spectacular. Yeah.
0: So, Mom, I think think where I want to start is going back to your childhood, growing up in St. Louis, and overall, what were the messages that you learned, either directly or indirectly, from your parents, from teachers, from anyone else, about being female, about being a girl, um, I don't know that I ever really got
1: any i was I was very much a uh tomboy i had very very short hair and um there was really nothing feminine about me. I was in a um a, an all girls um uh, sacred heart convent with you know nuns in habit and so there you know there was no no femininity or or anything um so i just i uh i i don't i don't uh i don't remember any and i um i don't remember having um, conversations with with my mother um about womanhood and what it what what it is to uh to be a um young girl or a woman um i certainly wish and i'm I'm, and i'm i'm not saying that the this be this because i'm your mother but i i wish that i had in my hands when i was growing growing up the book of sheep because i uh would have been g- given a uh the uh road map to um life and coping with the uh, life that 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 i didn't get um, i must have missed, missed that that you know that class or some something but um it, i uh struggled you know I, and when when i was uh at the convent um, however i was very um i I did I did well. I was a good little girl and I got my little pink sash ribbon that I wore every day on my uniform to show the world that I was a li- you know a good little girl. Um I did what I was uh what what I was told to do and what I thought was ex- expected of of me and um and then in later life, when I was the so-called bad little girl, um, I just, um, I was lost mm-hmm. because I just didn't have the the support and guidance I needed to get through what I had to get through.
0: So that was, that was your whole identity, was the good girl.
1: Yes, 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 Yeah.
0: And we'll get to that, you know, identity crisis that came later on. But what messages did you pick up from your mother, whom my grandmother, whom I call Mimi? But what did what did you pick up from her? Well, it's it's um, something that I that I uh, realized uh,
1: now um, that I learned uh, near the end of her life, and it was just one of those oh my god it, it all makes makes sense now, you know Mom was um uh everybody loved her, you know she was uh she was always happy to for the party see you, <laughs> and yes, and she you know it's a, everybody loved Sadie um but I found out that there was a price she paid for that uh her mother. My grandmother Nana suffered from severe depression, which was untreated except for shock treatments, which were really, uh, which uh, really weren't discussed, but I, I uh, knew, I knew they happened. So, um, mom said that, uh, her mother Nana, uh, took to the bed, um, and didn't go to mom's grad graduation from from high school, mm. and um, and at some point, um, mom's father, my grandfather Banny, um, told mom said uh, told her that because Nana was so sad, uh, my grandfather needed mom to be happy all the time. And when I heard that, it was like, oh my God! It all fits together now. That's why the message that I got was, you know, don't um, don't talk about how how you feel, pretend nothing's wrong, and be be good. And um, that's the message. That message almost killed me. Mm-hmm and um i carried that into my adulthood um and um i had i had no no idea you know that, that these um not being able to say how how i felt or what i uh, thought um um they almost destroyed me. Yeah. Cuz they they I I had nothing I eventually had nothing inside of me. There 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 was no hope, no uh, no love, no uh, joy and I I just and
0: and uh when
1: my uh marriage was fall, falling apart, I I couldn't talk about it, you know, I you know, we had to be the perfect family yeah. and um and, um, I was dead inside. Yeah. numb. I was a shell. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, you know, that's the, um, that's the message that, that I, that I, uh, got. Having said all of that, um, my, uh, mom, mom, mom and dad were, you know, they were wonderful. Um, um, and I loved them very, very much. And, um. Um but there was a period of time after mom died dad dad had, had had already died that I got very very angry um and um thankfully uh with help worked through it um and and now to a day i i um you know they did the best they could with what 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 they had and they uh, gave me every material thing I could ever want Um, but I just needed um, I I needed more yeah you know yeah so
0: and what about your relationship with your father with and this archetype of the father's daughter that I talk about in the book of she of Trying to it fits into the good girl and trying to succeed to do everything well to be loved in our father's eyes, whether it's our actual father or society's eyes. How did you relate to that? How did you relate to him? I adored
1: him um, but I was also um, um afraid to disappoint him um and i um i i looked to him for everything and i i realized that after he died and i didn't have him in, anymore and i and i realized then that i did not have a relationship with my mother really be because i didn't have to i had a dad um we did Things to get together. You know, we uh, we would go fishing. We we played golf. We would putter around the house because it as you remember, he always had his toolbox lit with him, You know, he was always puttering. But I just um, I just tried to um, do um, what I thought he would make him happy because I absolutely adored him.
0: And was there a price that you paid for that later on?
1: Um... Yes, of course, yes. Um... um, Because when I disappointed him terribly I was just uh, consumed with um, shame and guilt and, um... pretty much from then on held held back yeah. from um, just held held back because I, I just uh, knew that um, I really screwed up
0: yeah so I remember years ago you went on a shamanic soul retrieval with someone and a memory surfaced about grade school, about your voice, about your speech. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I had um
1: um I was at this uh uh villa in St Louis of the convent, um and uh through through and I was there through sixth sixth grade and I was just, you know, I was a leader and re- well respected and I had I had friends and academically I was doing just beaut- beautifully. I, I got awards and, and you know, and, and my pink ri- ribbon and, um, and then, uh, one day, uh, mom said to me, you're changing schools. You're going to Mary Institute, which was the uh, school that my grandmother went to and my mother and my sister was there. And so I was, I was plunked down into um, uh, a school where I didn't, didn't know anybody, um, and I was totally lost. I thought I had done something wrong, um, and I was very angry, too, which I, re- I realized later because I wasn't given a voice. I wasn't asked my opinion. Um and um, I I struggled, um, and I was put in an, an in, uh, in an honors class, um, and I eventually had to be take, taken out of it because I, I couldn't keep keep up. So that just added to uh, my my lack of self self esteem and fear. I was wracked by fear every day um in class um and uh, as a result i started um stuttering significantly and that's something that i um struggle with still you know 60 years later yeah. Yeah. 50, 50 years late, later but it just um it's uh, like um i lost who i was uh, you know Sally Hatton was um you know i just i just i uh, i lost her and um and I didn't know how to get her back,
0: and then as you you know yeah. started to graduate from high school, I know that you've alluded to a conflict with your parents when you felt that um you betrayed that image of the good girl. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about that transition into the next part of your life? Yes, I um I um
1: as a result of my actions and behavior, um I I felt um rejected. I felt um uh, abandoned. Um I was I felt I was without a compass and I felt like I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't talk about it. And it was um the message that I got was uh we're going we are going to pretend like nothing happened and life will go on. And um so I was forced um, even though we all have cho- choices, I I um I stopped it and I fled. It's either fear, you know, fear and flight. I fled uh St. Louis and I um as you've heard me say before i uh, when I got on the plane to New York, I got on the plane as Sally, and when I got off the plane, I got off the plane as Sarah
0: was that a conscious decision
1: no, 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 it just i I was trying to survive yeah and um again i, I didn't know this until I was um in uh, uh, uh recovery
0: yeah
1: and um as a part part of the fourth fourth step and, um so yeah so it um so i um went went i went to new york and um and um lived a new life
0: yeah yeah and that's yeah. where you met my father, my papa, so... Yes. Yes. Your father? Yeah. And you two were married for 22 years? Uh, We were married, let me see, from 73 to 96? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: 96, I think. Yeah. 95.
0: Yeah. And you started out living in New York City where my older sister Shaw and I were born and then... Moved to Darien, Connecticut, a very yeah. wealthy suburb of New York, and raised your four daughters there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yes, I did. And this marriage then ended in divorce about twenty years ago. Would you say that this that this crisis of that crisis of the divorce? became kind of the portal into becoming who you are today, into like really launching you on your heroine's journey? Um I, yes. Yes. the yes.
1: Because I had um I I had bottom, you know. And um my um once again, I felt like I was a failure. Once again, I screwed up. Um, once again, um, I was filled with just uh, shame and, uh, and, um, and I, once again, I was lost and alone and I felt abandoned. Um, and um, added to the mix was I was drinking. And and my drinking turned into an addiction and I became a closet alcoholic because I still had to be perfect and um, I still couldn't let anybody know how much pain I was in and um you know those are those old messages that that i had got just be you know just be happy all the time yeah, okay. um and um i was um it was terrible it was it was very dark and it was very uh, uh near the end it i it was very isolating and i um i was just uh, a shell um and um, so yes, and it was my it is my journey in recovery that has um, you know uh, really um, cha- changed my uh, life and and I I think I'm a very different
0: person now. You know
1: yeah.
0: and I remember I was studying abroad in Accra, Ghana in my junior year in college. I think that was the fall of '97. And I got a phone call from you. I remember it was in the hallway of the house that I was staying in. And I it was nighttime there. And I kind of crouched in a corner with the phone. And you had called to tell me that you were an alcoholic and that you were going to AA. Yeah. And you've been sober ever since. Yeah. And what, what, what made you blow the whistle on yourself? Because usually... Usually it's like someone else that makes you go to AA. Um, you know, I just,
1: there, uh, the the only way that I can describe it is that there was one night that was like any other night, um, it, you know, I was drunk, um, it was dark, it was the middle of, of the night, and I was on the deck uh, uh, at our house on Bryan Road, and I just, you know, for the grace of God I had this moment of clarity where I just looked up at the sky and I said, I can't do this anymore. I had no idea what this was, but I was just I I hit bottom mm. and I am um I am just so very grateful that I that I heard the message that um, that the universe was 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 a give, giving me, and that I took, you know, um, somebody's hand, you know, the um, and asked for for help, and um, went to my first AA meeting the uh, next day with with uh, Gale, and I just thought I was going to stop drinking. I had no idea that my entire life and how I. Think and how I feel and how I react um, was was going to uh, to a change. And, and the drinking
0: hard. was just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just yeah,
1: yeah. It, it it it's been quite a ride, you know.
0: So what what have been some of the biggest lessons since your sobriety? Like the biggest changes in in you.
1: Well, I think I, I learned, and I'm going to attribute this to you because um, I think we were going for a walk. This was, you know, not recently. Um, we were going for a walk in Boulder, and we were having one of our talks. And you said to me, if you love yourself, you're not going to hurt yourself and that was like this oh my god wow that's true because um... when i was younger i was a cutter and then i was anorexic and then i was an alcoholic so i hurt myself you know i i abused me and i abused me because i didn't love me and it was through um... Uh, the Twelve Steps and Therapy that I learned to love me and to, um, uh, there's a, a sentence in uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is a wonderful book um, about a dog, um, where the, um, it's something like uh, we uh, need to shine all of our light all of the time and so um, I understand now that I have a light and many times I am the light and so I try to uh, shine it um, all the time um, not only to um, to not only for me but for the people I love
0: And what what have been some of your biggest lessons as a mother, a mother to four four grown women now? Um
1: well <laughs> um I think that um I think it was important for um me to um listen to what each one of you um wanted to do um and it was um it was um your life not my life and so i just tried to um um i just tried to support each of your endeavors and to um and just to um try to be consistent and but most importantly to just love each of you unconditionally no matter what i was there yeah and yeah. i was always going to be there
0: yeah
1: and that would never change
0: yeah yeah you've done a really good job at that mom and the four of us are so we are so different and you very,
1: very you really you know, yes, it, it honor
0: is, our differences. It uh
1: it there were times when it wasn't easy. Yeah. But um but we um I I just you know, I, it's just so wonderful to uh, see each one of you um doing what you set out to uh, do. You know, it's just, it it really is um, what, it just doesn't get much, much better than the, that as a parent. Mm. really doesn't, you know.
0: And now you're a grandmother to four. Yes. grandma And that has really shifted things for you. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, so they are not allowed to call me grandma. <laughs> I'm sassy. Um... um Yes, it's just you know I've just learned that you know there there I always you know I just wanted to uh, you know it was overload and and turbo and Uber and you know I just want I just wanted to I I, I just thought it had to be over the top and um and um and so now I just uh, get just great joy out of. I'm going to Hattie's Thanksgiving feast next um, on Monday, and i you know, I just love doing that kind of, kind of stuff and, um, and just um, the little moments, just just uh, just a being, yes, 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 you know, because it's just, um, that's what's what's important, you know. I mean, I've been. All over the world, and been in the middle of nowhere in Kenya and Tanzania and India and Burma, and you know. Um, but some sometimes you have to leave home to come home. Yeah. You know, and i and I did numerous geographics and moving from place to place to place, always looking for happiness you know, when hello, it was, um, um, within me, inside me, and, um, yeah, and so, and, and so, you know, I'm my own power source, and it's it's t- taken me a, a long time to understand that, but, um, but I, uh, I uh, now do, and I think that I think that that's kind of a really, really recent thing because, as you know, this past year was kind of a hard year for me physically because I I had my shoulder surgery um, and I had to spend um, uh, like two months um, not able to do the things that I do, you know, and I had to spend two months with me. Um, and
0: in the winter in Chicago with a fleeing. In on. the winter <laughs> in Chicago.
1: Um on the twenty fifth floor. Um, yeah, and I just I, I knew I knew that the only thing I had to do was heal. You know? Um, and so I think something happened and when I was healing my shoulder, I think I also healed my heart. And, um, granted, I was on pain pills, which is, you know, good. Um, um, but I just, um, there was just a, a, a shift and I, I kind of ac- accepted, um, the fact that I was immobile and uh there was nothing that i could do ab- about it and i just used my time just to be with with uh me um and then unfortunately i had to do the same thing again <laughs> this summer when i broke the damn shoulder um and i did it again i just was with me and and just enjoying you know i was I was very grateful for my health over, overall um and I just really um there was just this this this, this shift that I um I uh, used the healing energy to heal the emotional me too mm-hmm. you know so and that's why I I feel um whole you know that's uh Sally Sarah Sassy person, me, um, is just now one person rather, rather than three different people who led three very different lives but with a common denominator of just emotional pain and um and just not feeling part of. You know, so now now I uh now I do. You know?
0: That's really beautiful and the Spring, you're approaching your seventieth birthday, Yes. and I just really appreciate your willingness to grow and change, and it seems stronger now than ever before, which isn't uncommon. And where does this come from? and you you alluded to it you know that night that you were out on the deck looking up at the sky when you just knew you had to get sober. There was, there was a, like a listening to the universe, and you've lived a very soulful life, um, really listened to this inner direction, really had a willingness to keep evolving, and now even working with others who have addictions, and working with people in hospice care, being really generous with supporting others on their healing journeys. Where, where does this come from, do you think? Um
1: I think it's always been in me. There's there is I've always been very uh um in spite of everything, I've always been very uh com- compassionate and have had empathy and have this ability to uh relate to pe- people just with with a uh, with a, a smile or or whatever, but I I think as as we age, um, what is that thing, uh, Christian Northrup? That wonderful book you you gave me. God, Goddesses never. never age. Yeah, um, you know, what is it? Getting older is inevitable, but aging is optional. You know, as we age and look at our realize we're in the, you know, the the winter or the fall of our uh, lives um, you know it's um, it isn't about me you know it's about others and um... and you know i think it was in your in the um, in in your chapter about mortality and the crone you know as as you age you, uh, you I have a different a- attitude, and it's and it is I have nothing to lose now. I have nothing to lose. you know, I've passed that that point, and um who I am cannot be taken away from me or put another way. I will not allow who I am to be taken away from me by anybody. you know, I have become. Um, me and um, I'm proud of me and I've cleared away the wreckage of the past through the 12 steps and um, and I have this life of, of, of service to others with my partner in crime Harley and, and he, dog, has, <laughs> he, he, has, he has been a gift to uh, me, out of the blue, um, and he has uh, taught me just you know about joy, and um, just you know he just is this wonderful soul who is the minute he walks into a, a room he's like he's like an angel has appeared you know and um, and I'm just um, I'm just amazed that uh, how you know the uh, universe brought me. I mean, you, you know, we've had dogs all of our lives, Sarah. You yeah, know, Sarah. and 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 rabbits and birds and blah blah blah. But this this dog is is very very he's very special and he and he was born to be a therapy dog. You know, he was a rescue dog and um, and but is born to be a therapy dog and to help others and and I'm the person who takes them there yeah, you know yeah. so and I get so much out of it that um it's cha- changed my my life it, it's um I think it's it's it softened me I'm a
0: softer per- person now you know and I um um yeah Harley even has his own Facebook page now. He does, yes,
1: because of the people who,
0: who who we
1: visit want, you know, they just wanted to show him to their friends, and so one of them asked me to do a Facebook
0: page. So I said, okay, so he has his Facebook page soon
1: to be on Instagram.
0: All right, Harley Stover, if anyone yeah. is interested in following Harley
1: yes.
0: Yes. on social media.
1: I know yes but he but we um I, I started a uh therapy dog program at Hazelden Chicago where I am once once a week. We we were there yesterday and you know he just um he just makes you forget your troubles. And tomorrow we're going down to the University of Chicago on oncology and um yeah he, he it's just a very it's giving back, passing it on and giving back and service to others. Because as much as I would like it to be different, it is not about me, you know?
0: And it's, you mentioned that next week you're going to a Thanksgiving feast with Hattie at her school. Hattie is um, my niece and her, my mom's granddaughter. What... What is something that you would tell Hattie about being a girl or something that you would go back and tell your younger self? Oh, it's it's something that, that uh, I would absolutely
1: tell her and this may sound trite and and and, and cliché in the 21st century, but you know, you can be or, or do you can be whatever you want to be and do whatever you want to do. Um, because I didn't get that message. And, um, you know, and just, um, like in the art of racing in and, and the uh, rain, just shine all of your light all of the time. Because uh, you you are a, a, a beautiful soul and you are loved and, um, and just go girl. You go you girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, because I, I didn't get those messages, you know, so,
0: um, but, you know, but it was just 50s and 60s. It's a different generation. Yeah, it is,
1: yeah, yes,
0: yeah, 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 And what are your favorite ways of just connecting with yourself, connecting with your inner light, connecting with your joy? Would, how do you love to spend your time?
1: Well, I, uh, aside from this. Therapy dog work. I um, I've started my swimming again, um, and I have a um, I have a, a waterproof iPod, and I have uh, music on it, and I swim to the music, and I am transported to another element, and that's that's where where I do do my meditating, and um, it's like I'm a mermaid you know and i'm swimming to the rhythm of these songs and i'm just transported to a whole nother world and it is it's quite phenomenal and um i love it i love it and i really miss not being able to do that for the past the pa- past year and the other thing i uh, do is i um uh pottery hand hand building um and um I love I love that. Um it, And that's new, you know, just the past few years. Yeah, so since 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 I moved to Chicago, because um, I miss I miss not um I I miss not gardening and I miss not feeling the Mother Earth, you know. Yeah. And so I took up Hand building, and found that I um, I love um, shapes and clean lines and textures and colors, and I've done some really, um, I think, beautiful things. They're just very, I don't know. They're just very um, sleek, and um, and I'm, um, you know, they're uh, simple um they ha- have have a african uh style two them and a uh na- native american also um so i do uh i do that and you know i have friends here now i've i've, I've carved out a life for me, me me here and i just um you know i i I'm, I'm just really happy i have um I see, you know, Shaw and Anne, your your sisters, and um, the grandchildren, and and yeah, it's just you know it, it, you um, you also reach a, a stage in life where uh, I re- I realize I um um I don't need to water a field anymore. I can just water my own garden and be very happy. And so I'm, I'm watering my garden by doing these things that I love to do. And I'm blessed that I am able to do
0: them. And as you are approaching your 70th birthday, what feels like your growing edge on your heroine's journey or the next frontier? <sighs>
1: I I think that I would I would like to I you know it's it, it's interesting how the um, I see the heroine's journey mirroring mirroring the twelve steps of AA um, and I actually when I was um, reading. Uh, I think I was re- reading the uh, mother wound this morning. Since um, I'm your mother, and you were going to be
0: <laughs> interviewing me, you had to study up.
1: I had to study up one more time on that mother wound. Um, I just realized that I would love to use, you know, the Book of She and the Her- Heroine's Journey in my uh, work with uh, recovering addicts and alcoholics. Mm. Um, so that's, and so, um, where I am in the heroine's journey is, you know, I'm home and it's time for me to, um, to, uh, to pass it on to others and to, um, share my, uh, journey with others as I'm doing now, but just in, 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 uh, different, um, different forms, and so that's why I just thought that the, um, um, the book of She would, would, would be a a tremendous help in talking to other women, um, about their journey of, uh, recovery, because that's, that's, that's my life now, you know, that's my, uh, life, and it's, um, and I'm just very, um, I'm very grateful to all the people along the way, some, some of whom are no longer with, with us, that have just helped me, um, reach this stage in my life where I'm, um, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Finally.
0: Phew. Phew.
1: God, it was exhausting, but I think I
0: made it, you know, which is... And most people never make it there.
1: No, I think I made it. You know, that's not to uh, say that, you know, there's not something around the corner,
0: but I, you know... um, It's not, yeah, it's not about the externals, it's... No, you know, yeah, no,
1: I just, you know, I finally got my act together, you know, finally. But I'm here, you
0: know, so... Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mom, and for being so generous with sharing your story. It's a really incredible story. Well,
1: um, and thank you for all you're doing for with women, and I just, um, I just, I'm just so blessed that, I'm just so blessed that you and Shaw and Christian and Ann chose me to be your mom, you know. I'm just, what an honor, what an honor so thank you okay
0: if you're ready to go deeper into your heroine's journey I invite you to explore my new book The Book of She you can visit thebookofshe.com to register your receipt for this order before October 30th and when you do you'll receive an invitation to join me and our community in a free online women's yoga and meditation class as well as a live Q&A. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.